Yo, what is going on, people? Welcome back to Wrestle Buzz. We are a podcast network. We have three different shows. You've heard the spiel if you're if you've been here before. If you're new here, my name is Joe. I am one of the people that help make this thing happen. We have three different shows. I, I don't want to go through all the spiel because what we're doing here today is we're talking about SummerSlam. SummerSlam is tomorrow. If you're listening to this, it's Friday. So Saturday, we have SummerSlam, and this is our prediction show. You just got me here, so uh, sorry about that if you're a little disappointed, but we'll make sure it's a good time, making sure we go through the card, talk about what I think is going to happen, make some predictions. Hopefully, we'll see if it all plays out well. I'm just hoping for a great time. SummerSlam this year is going to be in Detroit, Michigan. I'm really excited about that. The last time I remember a really fun Detroit show, WrestleMania 23. That is one of my favorite WrestleManias. One of the first ones that I really remember at my young age. But very excited to see what we have in store for this time around for SummerSlam. I know I have one of my friends, X, that he'll be going there. So I'm excited for him. Overall, very excited for this card. There are some interesting matches here. Right now, I'm seeing eight matches on the card. We're going to go through each one, talk about what we think is going to happen here, and then, you know, hopefully uh, it all pays out tomorrow. So thanks again for listening. As of course, we are WrestleBuzz. You can follow us on social media at WrestleBuzz uh, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can find us all there. Twitter, we have three Zs, if I remember. Uh, you can follow my stuff, too. Uh, I'm at Project underscore Kfabe for a lot of the wrestling content that I'm producing on my side of things. And, of course, if you want to follow my own Twitter, follow it at JoeBro316 on Twitter. I like to just tweet into the void whether people see it or not. There's some good quality stuff there, either which way. But we're talking about SummerSlam 2023. Let's go through. We'll start with the first match that I'm seeing here, the SummerSlam Battle Royal. They're just doing a battle royal. Let's uh, we can put it up to the same degree as maybe like the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial. Uh, this is just I look at it as like a way to get some other people that should be on the card here, but they're not. They're in this match. Uh, so at least from what's being advertised, and obviously I'm talking about this before SmackDown tonight. SmackDown maybe will tell you everyone who's on the card, but at least from what I'm seeing on CageMatch.net, we got Shinsuke Nakamura, Sheamus, Tommaso Ciampa. L.A. Knight, Chad Gable, and Otis. The rest of the people are a bunch of question marks. You know, SummerSlam, it's supposed to be the biggest party of the summer. There's uh, some people that need to be here, some people that weren't on here before. Like, you know, the same thing I keep seeing. L.A. Knight should have been in WrestleMania more than... Did he even do anything besides sit in the crowd? Like, come on now. But I think this is the match that we're going to get where L.A. Knight gets a win here. L.A. Knight's going to win the Battle Royal. That's my prediction here. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura could also win it. Shinsuke has been, you know, a little bit on a, I wouldn't call it a hot streak, but at least from what I'm seeing, he's getting more TV time. So we'll give him that. Shinsuke deserves the world. So does Sheamus. But right now, LA Knight, I mean, you see what you're seeing on Twitter and all the wrestling sources. He is selling so much merch. People are talking about him. He's viral on YouTube. You find them everywhere on social media. LA Knight deserves a big chance. Hopefully, this is his opportunity. I know a lot of people going before this were like, oh, LA Knight versus Austin Theory for the U.S. titles happening at SummerSlam. Didn't happen. Same thing with the money in the bank. You know, you could keep on talking about it and all the, you know, how over LA Knight is, and you'd think they would, you know, do it. It's almost kind of reminding me about the way Zack Ryder was, where Zack Ryder was so over, and you're like, why aren't they going to push him? And it was because he was organically over. WWE didn't make him over Zack Ryder. They didn't make him over. He got himself over. Kind of like the way it's like Matt, I mean, uh, LA Knight, people are, 
he's getting himself over WWE's still using him. He's getting plenty of TV time. He's just not getting the opportunities you would like to see. But maybe this is the start of something we can only hope. I'm calling it LA Knight is winning the Battle Royal. Snap into a Slim Jim Summer Battle Royal because I think it's the Slim Jim Battle Royal. Hey, follow me on Twitter. I respect Slim Jim. I'll take it. Shout out to the long boys. LA Knight for the win, I hope. And I hope this leads to more things. Uh, next match that I'm seeing advertised here, MMA rules match, Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey. What does that mean? I'm not quite too sure. Have I been watching the product here and there? I know they're beefing. I know it all started in Money in the Bank when Shayna turned on Ronda. Everyone loves that. Shayna deserves the world. You know, I don't have a problem with Ronda Rousey. I know a lot of people do, but MMA rules match. This is making me think of like fight pit which could have been a better opportunity to bring back the fight pit for SummerSlam. that would have been cool they brought it for rollins i mean yeah rollins versus riddle about two years ago so that would have been cool uh but no we're getting Shayna baszler on the rousey mma rules match uh if you think about the you know the dirt sheets and all that they're saying ronda's probably done after SummerSlam. i personally don't know i would think she would probably stick around a little longer, but hey, she's a mom and she's made all her money. She doesn't really need to be doing this. But hey, Shayna Baszler deserves a big win. Shayna Baszler was one of the coolest things in NXT. They brought her to the main roster. She was like a vampire before the pandemic started because of, you know, she like bit Becky Lynch's neck or something. It's a whole bunch of mess happened back then. But Shayna Baszler, it seems like they're trying to, you know, fix things. You know, Triple H got her. So I'm saying Shayna Baszler gets the win here. Hopefully, this is a really cool match. I mean, they're both MMA fighters. They can have turned into wrestling. Let's see what they can do here. I'm excited a little bit just because I want Shayna to do things. I'm hoping Shayna will do well in this match and go over because why not? Uh, the next match I'm seeing here, which a lot of people have been talking about, there's been getting a good amount of TV time on here. Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Regular match. This all stemmed from, you know, their opportunity at the Royal Rumble where they both hit each other. That was really cool. Viral moment. And then, of course, everything that happened in the Money in the Bank. They beefed afterwards. They've been beefing ever since on Monday Night Raw. Ricochet versus Logan Paul will be probably one of the coolest matches of the entire card. Maybe match of the night because Logan Paul, no matter how many people hate Logan Paul or his brother Jake Paul, Logan Paul is an entertainer, and he is perfect for professional wrestling. He is naturally gifted. He's a naturally good wrestler. Like, he should not be this good. I'm going to take a look right now. Logan Paul has had six matches. Six matches so far in his career. And he's been a something you talk about every time. Every time he has a match, somebody's talking about it. And uh, with this situation right here, it's great to see Ricochet getting an opportunity. Last time I could think about a real Ricochet opportunity besides, I believe he won the Intercontinental title a couple years ago. Um, I mean, he won against Brock Lesnar at one of the Saudi shows and just got demolished. I mean, cool that, you know, Ricochet, King Puma getting the opportunities. But, you know, I uh, personally don't think he's going to win this match. I would love for Ricochet to win this match. I really enjoy Ricochet. But as I mentioned before, Logan Paul has had six matches in his career so far, not counting this one. He's only won the match against The Miz last year at SummerSlam. He's lost the Seth Rollins match most recently. He lost the match, the Money in the Bank ladder match. He was he didn't win the Royal Rumble. 
Uh, everything else, like if you look at his singles record at the very least, he's only had three singles matches. He's won the one against the Miz. He lost against Roman. I don't know. I'm just trying to think mathematically speaking. Logan Paul could just always lose every fucking match he has and still be one of the coolest highlights of the show. So that very much could be a thing. But I'm saying Logan Paul gets to win on this one. Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't even know where they continue here. Maybe we get a rematch, but Logan Paul will get the win. So I, you know, sorry for the people that don't like Logan Paul, but he probably deserves it too. He's been killing it, putting his body on the line. He's had some really fucked up matches over the last couple of uh matches he's had i guess like the one with logan uh, the one in the money in the bank he was all torn up afterwards that was scary but really cool nonetheless um next match i'm seeing on here intercontinental title match we got gunther the champ going against drew mcintyre this should be a banger shout out to sheamus i mean sheamus drew mcintyre gunther at wrestlemania was one of the best matches of the entire two-day card but I'm saying Gunther gets the win here. Why does Gunther get the win? He has to break the Honky Tonk Man's record. He is on the verge of breaking that record. He's like, what, got another 20 days left or less to break it? So it only makes sense. Gunther gets the win. And, you know, eventually if he ever loses the belt, Drew McIntyre would be great to do it. Honestly, I think Sheamus should be still the one. I like how Sheamus said, hey, recently I believe it was said in a news, like, you know, interview, whatever. He was like, hey, I had all the momentum in the world at Clash of Champions, and it went nowhere. Same thing at WrestleMania. Him and Sheamus deserves it. It's the only title that's eluded him. So maybe he's the one that breaks Gunther's record. But Gunther, it's a story about who's going to defeat Gunther. That's the biggest story here. A lot of people are complaining, what is the IC title story? What is Gunther's story right now? It's who can beat this man because he seems unbeatable. I mean, put him in the ring against Roman Reigns. That's what I want to see. Because right now, Gunther is just on top of his game. He is killing it. Shout out to Gunther. He's getting the win here. So we have two women's matches on this card. The first one, of course, I mentioned, MMA rules match. Uh, but then we got the women's triple threat match happening. I know there's been some controversy going a bit because Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch should have been on this card. For some reason, they're not. What's being said on the dirt sheets or all that bullshit is like, there's not enough room for them in the card, but apparently Kid Rock is having a little mini concert in here. We don't need that. We don't need Kid Rock. We just don't. Um, so I feel bad if that's, I mean, hey, whether upset or not, either which way, Trish and Becky has been building up for so long. They deserve the spotlight. That is SummerSlam. But, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll really get a cool opportunity on a Monday Night Raw or something. They've been, you know, it's, it's one of those. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the triple threat match between Asuka, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair for the women's title. Um, I haven't been keeping up too much with what's been going on here on the women's side of things on SmackDown. Is this a SmackDown feed? I think this is. Asuka, Charlotte, Bianca. I'm going to go with Asuka just because she's been the champ. She's been doing what she needs to do. Um, you know, from going from a regular Oscar to this darker, you know, heel-like persona, I can see you're getting the win. This is one of those championship advantage kind of things. You know, she could find a way to, you know, get at us. Oh, no, this is one of the championship disadvantages because she doesn't have to get pinned. But I think Oscar's going to miss somebody. I think she's going to get the pin. I don't see them giving it back to Bianca. I think right now is a perfect time to see what they could do to make Bianca a true heel. Um, Charlotte Flair is going for her 15th. Women's title right now. Um, 
You know, they could very much go LOL, give it to Charlotte. But hey, Asuka, I think, deserves a little bit more. But honestly, I just haven't been watching this side of things on the woman's side of SmackDown to really understand what's going on over there. But all I know is Asuka is somewhat of a heel champ at this rate because she's, you know, she cheat she cheated to win the title. That's what got Bianca pissed. And here we are now uh, with this triple threat match. All women, all the women want the belt. But I think Asuka gets the win here. This match could be really good or just kind of something that you just goes right by. I kind of feel just because um, I haven't, I don't know. There hasn't been a lot of these combinations of matches lately that have been like, oh, yeah, there you go. Last really good match I could think for Charlotte, obviously, WrestleMania. Uh, Bianca and Asuka, I haven't been too much of a fan of their matches recently. But, hey, who am I to say? Uh, So Asuka with the win. And then we got our basically triple main event, if you could call it that, because you got three very high-key matches right here. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Cody. The rubber match, they're both one and one. Kind of shocked that there's no stipulation to this. You don't need one, but shocked that there wasn't because I felt like they were hyping up something to happen. But we're getting Brock versus Cody, regular singles match. Very much well could happen that, like, the ref, you know, the ref's discretion will come involved where, you know, if there's some steel chairs involved, if there's some shenanigans involved, maybe the ref, you know, does what the ref does and chooses to not obey to the rules, whatever the case may be. It's all the ref's call. There could also be a ref bump in this match, but I'm going to say Cody gets the win here. Cody needs this momentum because honestly, Cody could lose this feud fine, but do we need Cody to be losing things if he's going to eventually try and finish the story? No, like he should probably beat Brock right now. Brock can take a loss and still challenge for the WWE title the next day. Can Cody do that right now with the way they've built them? No. Is Cody a main eventer? Yes. But he's not built in the same way that Brock Lesnar can just say I'm taking the title the next night, even if I lost the last five matches that I've been in. So I'm going to give with Cody Rhodes getting the win. It's going to be a very hard fought win too. Oh. Got the sirens going on in the background. Sorry about that. So it's not going to be an easy win for Cody at the very least. It should be a very hard-fought match. Someone's maybe going through a table. I feel like a chair is going to get involved somehow. I I don't know what else to expect besides it's going to be a hard-hitting matchup. And Cody gets to win here because Cody, like I said, needs momentum. If he's going to somehow go the entire you know year without getting the chance to go for the WWE title, but then WrestleMania 40, which is a rumor, they need some momentum, even if it's now in August. You got to start building this shit now to make it look like Cody is the guy to beat Ro- uh, Roman, even though he was the guy before that. But we had to get to the thousand days and onward. So here we are. Next matchup. I'm excited for this match, particularly just because what can happen here? So we got the world heavyweight title match between Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. And, you know, there's always the lingering. Damian Priest with the Money in the Bank briefcase. There's been this little bit of a discrepancy, not discrepancy, but a little issues between the Judgment Day with this briefcase involved. Um, Personally, I think it would be perfect just to see what would happen if Finn Balor actually wins this match. Does does, uh, Damian have to cash in? No. Could this match very well turn into a triple threat and Damian wins? Yes, which could be fucking awesome because I would love Finn Balor to win the belt. But man, if you get that Boricua, Damian Priest will win that belt in this matchup and then see what happens. That would be crazy. But 
the Judgment Day is on such a high right now. Dominic Mysterio is the North American champ. Rhea Ripley having the women's world title, even though she's not even in this card, besides probably hanging out with Finn Balor. That pisses me off a little bit. Damian Priest, Money in the Bank. We need Finn Balor to have the gold. I think it would be very sweet, and it would be a fucked up opportunity if you disband the Judgment Day now when they're on top. You don't, I mean, you could do that and just see how crazy it can be, but no. Finn Balor needs to win this belt because, one, he deserves it. I mean, he's been working his ass off. This is one of the best things that's ever proven to actually happen from the dirt sheet rumors or whatever it is when they said, like, whenever Triple H took over, that Finn Balor was going to get an opportunity and he was going to go far. He has been going so far. This is his time right now. Seth Rollins has been a really cool champ, the inaugural champ of this new world title. But him losing it to Finn Balor in a clean victory, too. I don't want shenanigans. I want it to be a clean fought victory, even if both of these men have to shake hands and respect each other at the end, even though one side's a very heel team. But hey, fuck it. You could also just make Finn Balor a fucking deviant and destroy him. Also, it would be cool if we actually got the Demon and the Demon won a match because the Demon hasn't won any matches. I don't think we're getting the Demon here. I think we're just getting Finn Balor. Either which way, it's going to be very cool to see what happens in this match. Their last couple of matches have been really cool. Just anything that's involved Seth Rollins and Finn Balor over the last course of this year, been on top. It's been perfect. Finn Balor winning the title, cherry on top right there. Judgment Day with all of the opportunity in the world right now. I hope this happens, and I hope Damian Priest doesn't try to cash in. If he does, I hope he cashes in to win. But at the same time, it's like, don't do that because Judgment Day is so hot right now. If WWE would disband them right now, it'd be like, no, they're they're killing it. They're so over and hated. It's beautiful. Finn Balor for the win here. Then we have what will probably be the last match of the night, the tribal combat match for the wwe title wwe universal title that is and who will be the tribal chief of the anawahi family basically we got roman reigns with paul Heyman and solace co on his side with jay uso as his opponent this is going to be an emotional one probably this is going to be your the most theatrical cinematic barn burner of a match this is going to be the one that everyone is like what huh i just really hope it doesn't have to go with shenanigans of like ref bumps interference i mean it's going to be involved solo's there and jay uso is going for the title jimmy is probably coming back tonight i mean uh tomorrow night and he's gonna come in and try and help him but while it is perfect it is so perfect for jay to win and end the story right here the bloodline this somehow is not gonna happen roman is probably taking the belt all the way to wrestlemania 40 as the rumors are and you know wwe hasn't proven otherwise yes he finally got his first pin but i still believe roman reigns will walk out of here but i would love to be proved wrong i would love for jay to win it because just that it's it the story should end with jay it started with jay it should end with jay because remember roman reigns came back won the gold was on top of the world and then he started beefing with jay 
And then that's when the bloodline formed. He became the right-hand man. He became main event Jey Uso. How cool would it be if Jey Uso was the one to end the streak right here? It would be amazing to finally put an end to this reign of Roman. But with the way WWE has pushed Roman so hard, I just don't think it will happen, but I would love to be proven wrong. Detroit, Michigan would be really cool to make that happen. That is, There is history that we are watching here. I know a lot of people hate Roman. A lot of people are getting tired of the bloodline too, which is interesting. But, hey, this is what's been so good. Everyone will always say WWE, you know, WWE is on top right now. They're, they've always been the number one company. At the end of the day, this is a really good card. But when I look back at things that make me watch, because I don't watch WWE as much as I would have, like, earlier in the year or last year. I watch here and there, and the things that keep me watching is the story of the bloodline because that is the most important thing happening in the WWE. I love you, Cody, but this is the most important thing. You're not in the storyline right now. You're you're on a little bit of a hiatus doing spinoff with Brock Lesnar, and we'll probably see you at WrestleMania 40, which is still a little weird to me, but hey, WWE is going to do WWE. It somehow works out in the end for them. Roman Reigns for the win because what it's been the last three years now so roman reigns for the win but i hope i am proven wrong as of now like i said this is a friday um we only have eight matches this is all we got here i'm just expecting roman to get the win here so that is my review we'll take a quick run recap on everything again so battle royal giving it to la night mma rules match i want Shayna baszler to win singles match Ricochet, Logan, Paul, giving it to Logan. Intercontinental match, giving it to Gunther. Women's title match, giving it to Asuka. Singles match, Brock Lesnar versus Cody, giving it to Cody. World title match, giving it to Finn. And then for the tribal combat match, your boy Roman Reigns is winning. That is all that we have for the card right now. I hope you enjoy tomorrow. I'm excited. I'm going to go to a bar with some of my friends and watch it live. So that is really cool. If you're ever in the New York City area and want to go see a wrestling pay-per-view live with a crowd in a bar, not, you know, you know, if the show's not there, you can watch TV somewhere. Plenty of bars in New York City. Check out Jobber's Tier Podcast. They do a great job of making sure that there's a um, watch party happening. Same thing with the Yes Podcast, I believe. Yes, I like wrestling or Yes, I love wrestling podcast. Double check. Look it up if you're in the New York City area. Anywho, we are Wrestle Buds. Thank you for listening, of course. We know we've been on a bit of a hiatus. We've all been busy with our lives. We're trying to our best to get things out there for you all. But, hey, thank you for listening as always. With that being said, take care and watch pro wrestling.